Welcome to the Growth Effect Podcast, the show that focuses on the growth that matters. I'm your host, Fran, just an average girl out here trying to have a conversation about trusting your process while gaining complete freedom. As I always say, join the conversation. The Growth Effect Podcast, focusing on the growth that matters, starts now. Happy New Year. Welcome back. Oh, how I miss talking to y'all coming on here. I hope you had a great New Year's. Um, I hope everyone was safe and enjoyed their family. Um, I definitely enjoy mine. I was able to take, what, a three-week break, which was really needed. Um, which I, I don't normally do. So I wanted to be very intentional and spending time with um, my kids and my husband because he was off for about five weeks. So I wanted to um, just spend time and not have to do anything or not have to worry about so much and spend that quality time with him. It's so important. Um, and I really enjoyed it. It was very foreign to me and to my spouse um, to take that much time to decompress and to just be together. Um, so that was there. That was very, very nice. But with that being said, coming back into, I guess, the hustle and bustle of things was a little bit... Not, not, the first word that popped in my mind was terrifying, but <laughs> it wasn't terrifying. I just wasn't ready. You know, I was kind of off and, you know, my husband had to go back to work and, you know, we had made so many plans, so many goals <sighs> and just getting back into work and taking care of the household and the kids all by myself was a little bit daunting and a little, um, I, I guess I was sad because once my husband got on the plane and left, the next day I felt that I was depressed. Um, I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to, I just wanted to lay in bed all day and of course, you can't do that when you have children, but I was not feeling it. I was not in the mood. I was binge eating. I was just not ready to face my to-do list that I put. And and honestly, it I I I didn't do anything. Um I did like I said, I did a lot of eating, a lot of binge eating, a lot of napping. Um and a lot of reading. I, I started reading books, but I felt depressed. Um, I talked to a friend about it and they just let me know that those are telltale signs that I was depressed. Um, but the daunting of the, the to-do list like, you know, I that's what I do. I'm a list person. I make my to-do list so I can be productive. I knew what I had to do and I just put it off. Like, I think my to-do list for one day has lasted a week. 
Um, and at this point, I think my husband has been gone for about a week, but um, or or something of um, something of that sort. But I will probably do like one thing or two things, things that I know that had strict deadlines that I couldn't fuck off. Basically, um, I had to do it. And I did do that. I did like one thing, one thing, maybe a day. And I honestly, after talking to my therapist about it, um, she allowed me to understand that I was just sad. Um, I was sad because I miss the the feeling of my of my home being put together. My husband being home, and now he's gone, and so things are kind of out of sorts. And I didn't realize that. I automatically went to depression and. I was just sad. I was missing my husband. And for some reason, I couldn't allow myself to be vulnerable enough to see that I was sad and that I was missing my spouse. Instead, I wanted to diagnose myself with depression um, and not allow myself to be vulnerable enough to understand that I did miss my husband. And, and I don't believe I know for a fact that it wasn't on purpose, you know. This is just something that I'm not used to. I do not um, show my vulnerability that often. I do not allow myself to be vulnerable that often. And sometimes I cannot pull that, you know, and validate that particular emotion. Um, And I'm working on it, you know. But being vulnerable is extremely hard for me and because it causes uncertainty, right? You don't know if you being vulnerable is going to cause that person. Like if I was to tell my husband I miss him, what would his response be? You know, I didn't know if he was going to be like, well, shit, I was just there. Why you miss me? Or go do something. I don't know. And I wasn't trying to find out. So... um. I just stuffed it in. And I also didn't want to tell him before talking to my therapist and me just feeling depressed. I didn't want to tell him that because I didn't want him to try to fix the situation because he wants to protect and provide and and find a solution. I didn't want him to try to fix it. So I wanted to deal with it on my own. and And I didn't want to be emotionally exposed to him. I just wanted to take care of it myself. But after, like I said, after speaking with my therapist, it it was clear that I was just missing my spouse after him being here for what six weeks or so, five to six weeks. That that was new. It's the new normal for us to be separated for so long, and to have him home for such an extended time was so great. And and I don't take those moments for granted at all. Um, Hence why I was sad that he left. And it's so funny because in our um, counseling session, um, the therapist was like, oh, it's going to be a, a um, what is she, what term does she use? Oh, that's going to be an adjustment. That's what she said. And I was like, oh, no, not for me, maybe for the kids. And look, 
my ass gets sad and depressed the <laughs> first day he's gone, you know, the first 24 hours. And I had to also allow myself to understand that that had nothing to do with codependency. That was just a me being vulnerable and missing my spouse and missing my house being put together. And now and understanding that all of these great responsibilities, all of this work that I have on my to-do list, it's all on me yet again. And I wasn't ready to face it alone. I wasn't. And maybe it, it, and because of the new year, the new goals, it was just all so much. So even me being, you know, coming on here and recording for you guys and, um, it was a chore for me and I didn't want to. And and I told myself, this was not, this is not going to be a chore. This is something that I truly enjoy. So I'm not going to make myself do it, but I had to get up. I had to show up for my kids because you can't be sad and quote unquote depressed when you have these children, you have to show up for them. My son's getting ready for basketball. So I'm, I have to do drills with him. I have to exercise with him. My three-year-old wants love. She wants me to play with Play-Doh and all of those things, you just have to show up. And so even though I just wanted to lay in the bed the first day I did, uh, I just got got out of the bed to feed the kids. You know what I mean? And, but I truly wanted to not soak in the moment, but but validate that I was at the time I thought I was depressed, acknowledge it, and then do something about it, and not stay in that state. But I couldn't shake it. I was I was unmotivated. I was just out of it. But I had to show up for my children because they're not gonna understand. Mom wants to sit, wants to lay down. Mom is sad. They're not gonna understand that um, to a certain degree. And and at some point, they they're gonna want mom's love and mom's interaction. And I get that. Um, Hence why, you know, I had to talk to my therapist about it, but it was just so, so validating to understand what it was that I was feeling. Um, However, once I found out I was just missing my husband, which is true, I don't know if I want to share that with him. I was hesitant to share that with him. I was yet again, you know, not wanting to be vulnerable. I didn't want, I don't know. I didn't want to take his joy away. I didn't want him to feel obligated to come back home or to check on me all the time or any of that. I just wanted him to go to work, do what he needed to do so he can come back home, you know, um, and I need to understand that's why you have a helpmate. That's why I have a partner. He's just not my husband. He is a partner. And I can't deal with all of this by myself. Sometimes I need um, the support and I need to be vulnerable and put myself out there and understand that, yeah, it's a risk, but will you feel better about yourself if you if you become vulnerable, if you allow yourself to strip down and 
show that side of you. Um, and it's really hard. I do not like being weak. Um, I don't like people seeing me as weak. I, I just like to get things done that I said I was going to get done and suck it up and go on and go on about my day. But yeah, I can't do it by myself. It, it takes a village for sure. But I have to understand you. I have a partner to lean on that partner from when I am lacking or I need a little push or I need just some encouragement or just some validation of being missed as well, as simple as that. But going in, being into 2023 for 12 days now, um, it's been, it's been truly tough for me to slowly get back in it. And I'm still, um, still struggling a little bit and providing myself with grace and being flexible with my to-do list and not being rigid as uh, my therapist would say, whether like I was doing just procrastinating, not doing anything at all, just do something one thing at a time. And like I said, I did do things one thing a day that just couldn't be pushed. Um, just allow myself a little flexibility and allow um, myself some grace in that, you know, um, and validate my sadness. I, I needed to hear that. So I I say all this and I share all this with you, you all because I don't know if you're going through it, but maybe the change of the year and being goal oriented, everybody's being goal oriented and you feel like you're getting a late start or you just don't want to get back in the grind of things. I understand. <laughs> I'm right here with you and keep pushing, keep pushing, allow yourself that time, give yourself grace, give yourself flexibility. Like, one thing, one thing a day, one thing at a time, you know, because everyone don't does not have children to provide them with that, that little bit of motivation, uh, get your ass up, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to show up for these children, everyone don't, don't have that, so to you all that don't have it, I understand, and I know that bed, and that Netflix or even just the bed, just the simple fact of, fact of being in the bed, just that's all you can do. I, I, I understand that 100, but you're not alone. So allow yourself a little grace and a little flexibility and validate those feelings and whatever you're feeling and allow it to ride the wave and push through. And I know it's not easy. I'm not saying it is because it wasn't easy for me. And I trust I trust the process. I, I did. I had to. I had, <laughs> I had no choice. But I was becoming concerned. Like, what is wrong with me? Like, I, I was eating so much sugar. So much. I was just being an emotional eater. And I had to check myself. So I told myself, okay, no more sugar. So <laughs> I am currently on a no sugar diet or challenge, whatever you want to call it. 
but your girl had to put it away. I had to put it away because I wasn't doing anything but hurting myself. Um, I wasn't feeling good about myself. I wasn't, you know, I had low energy. So I had to just, hey, I had to, um, oh man, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry. I had to advocate for myself because there was no one else to advocate for me. I saw what I was doing. I didn't like what I was doing. So I had to tell myself, stop, let's just put it away. So you know, binge, let's, let's, let's now binge on no sugar for 30 days. Let's see if we can do it. And of course we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Oh man. So if you guys can relate to, to, um, not being vulnerable to not showing that side of you to not um, being motivated, take this podcast as some motivation, if you will. Um, I'm, but no means am I over it? Am I through it? No. But every day, I am pushing myself. But I'm pushing myself versus having the kids push me. I am telling myself, girl, you got, you have to get up. We can't do this. Um, because it wasn't serving a purpose. It was not serving a purpose. And, and that feeling was not conducive to the growth in which I'm trying to achieve. And I know it's ebbs and flows. I get that. And I am allowing myself to go down to default and to ebb and flow through this process. And I, and I'm okay with that. And I know that this vulnerability thing will come up again, but I now have a tool to real, to understand or to allow myself to validate what it is I'm actually feeling and to use the tools in which my therapist provided and move forward. Um, and validation is one of them, acknowledging what I'm feeling and now what we're going to do about it. Are we going to, you know, allow the depression or the sadness to decrease because we're pulling ourselves into activities, allowing the depression to decrease or the sadness to decrease because we're just... We don't need to be there anymore. We need to understand that that's where we're at, but that's not where we want to go, you know, um, where we're trying to go. So, yeah, and it, it took a lot. It took a lot. I would, and it's going to still take a lot for me to be vulnerable and to have that uncertainty and that emotional exposure. It's, it's, it's going to it's gonna be a ride, I tell you. Um, but it is my truth. And I believe me being vulnerable provided some courage. Um, it was courage because I, I, I did ultimately tell my spouse, even though I didn't want to. And I was um, greeted with a great response and a supportive response. And that's what I needed. And if I would have did that sooner, maybe the sadness would have lasted so long. Um, so yeah, 
I, I didn't want to torture myself anymore, but I um I got through it, the worst part of it, and I'm just hoping that I will continue to ride the wave because this is just the beginning, right? So I say all that to just say I'm grateful for that emotion. That emotion taught me something. I'm not walking out of that depression slash um, sadness without learning something. So I know that I can do it by myself, but I know that I don't have to. I also know that it's okay to be vulnerable um, and it's okay to be exposed, which is basically vulnerable. It's, it's okay. It's not going to, it's not going to hurt more than it's going to help me. Um, so just take the fear away and, and be, and, and be courageous, I, I would say. And advocate for your emotional state and yourself and everything will eventually work out. I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. Please do not take that as me saying it's going to be perfect because it's not. But I'm glad I was able to, that that I was able to tell my spouse and to be um, greeted with a very warming response that helped. And I'm also grateful to have a therapist and um, that can help me through these things as well. So take 2023 by the balls, y'all, and do whatever you feel is great for you. Um, Work on your own timeline. Just be mindful of your emotional well-being um, because that is very important. And yeah, that's all I have for today. I really, I I can go, I can talk forever because I really miss talking to y'all. But until next time, you guys stay safe. If you want to ask me any questions or you have any suggestions for another, for the next topic, please hit us in the DM at the Growth Effect Podcast, or you can hit us up at our email um, at the Growth Effect Podcast at yahoo.com. Um, Until next time, stay safe.